0: You're listening to a podcast from 702. Seven Hundred Two. Afternoon Drive with Mongani Bingwa. Live. Online. The 702 app. DSTV. And 92.7 and 106 FM. All right, it is five minutes after four o'clock. Welcome to the second hour of the Afternoon Drive on this Friday afternoon. Of course, as you heard in AWN, it's all happening in Zimbabwe. The head of the country's war veterans war veterans leader, uh, uh, Mutsu... Mutsu I can never get these Zimbabweans, Zimbabwean names, these Shona names right. Uh, Mosvangwa has warned that Mugabe will not be allowed to resist the military uh, and to stay in power, saying it's game over for both him and his wife. Of course, he did appear for the first time uh, since the military took over or did not take power, depending on how you want to slice it. Uh, President Mugabe was seen in public at a graduation ceremony this morning. Some are calling that a display of defiance. And of course, another explanation, as you heard from Ryan Truscott in EWN, is that the military have to allow him him to be seen to still be able to fulfill his duties the 93 year old arrived at the ceremony in this academic gown and he was tasseled and there were several thousand uh, graduates at zimbabwe's open university and guests stood as mr mugabe and other dignitaries Entered. A t- I mean, how do you respond when you see him coming in? Because, of course, I think it would have been quite unexpected uh, from those who were there this morning. And uh, they stood and he sang the national anthem. And, of course, there were images soon after on the Internet of Mr. Mugabe doing what he has been well known to do uh, in uh, recent years. And that is nodding off. There are also, of course, um, WhatsApp messages during the rounds suggesting a People's March uh, tomorrow, what is fact? What is fiction? And who are the players to watch out for? And there is that question: Where is this woman, Grace Mugabe, the first lady? I'm
1: the wife of the president. Who is Mugabe on this earth? Who is he? Hey? I want to ask: What do I want from him? I'm the wife of Mugabe, the president. Yes. My husband is the president. He is an educated man I'm proud of. He is an intelligent man I'm proud of. Discipline when it comes to my life. Yes, he is not a Bamba, Bamba Zonge type, never. No, he keeps to me and me alone.
0: Grace is coming for everything. Grace Mugabe there. She's one of those, she's one of those political characters that you think you know a lot about. We know she's called Gucci Grace. We know that she's been quoted as saying she's got narrow feet and she can only wear Ferragamo shoes. But to actually hear her, she's not a voice that we can readily recognize, I think most of us, but that's who she is. That's Grace Mugabe in her own words. Of course, in that clip, the target of her ire is the former vice president, Emerson uh, Mnagangwa, whose is said to have started this whole issue, this very crisis Zimbabwe is now facing. He's said to be back in Harare after a brief quote-unquote exile in south africa in the immediate aftermath of his dismissal but who is he and will he be any different to mugabe should he eventually assume leadership in zanu pf and uh, joining us now on the line is uh, derek matiza consultant in the peace and security research program at the institute for security studies derek good afternoon to you and thank you for your time most welcome The nickname Crocodile is a bit of a giveaway when it comes to Mnagangwa.
2: Um, Well, there's uh, quite a bit of debate as to where that uh, nickname comes from, but it certainly suits his reputation as being uh, somebody who's very shrewd and calculating, who waits for his moment to strike. and is never fully visible he he stays behind the scenes or below the surface if you like waiting for his moment to strike how did
0: the Mugabe's in that sense then not see this coming and is it even correct to assume they are acting in concert
2: Uh, that the that Grace Mugabe and 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 his wife are acting uh, yes Robert and
0: Grace Mugabe are acting together on this
2: Yes, yes, most certainly. It, uh, it does seem that uh, uh, Robert Mugabe overplayed his hand on this one. He uh, overestimated his power. There's a, a bit of hubris here. And I think his intelligence was that the military would not respond in the way that they have. So um, this is what's playing out at the moment.
0: So is Mnangagwa the power behind
2: Chiwenga and the military? Well, Monangagwa and uh, uh, Chiwenga have enjoyed a very close relationship for quite some time. Um, The matters basically kicked off when uh, uh, Robert Mugabe's wife was booed at a rally that she was addressing on the 4th of November. And Mugabe's carefully laid plans to get rid of Monangagwa went awry because he seemed to have lost his temper And he threatened to fire Munangagwa as early as the next day. Having made that threat, there wasn't really any going back because Munangagwa already had a reputation of being too politically powerful to fire. And if Mugabe had not gone ahead and fired Munangagwa, that would have lent support to the belief that Munangagwa was too politically powerful to fire. So he went ahead and fired Munangagwa. And the consequences of that is and the fallout of that is what we are dealing with now. Well, take us back to his past. I mean, he's said to
0: have extraordinary wealth Um, when he talks about his credentials as a veteran in the struggle for liberation for Zimbabwe. One of the things he boasts about is that he was taught to destroy and kill. Who is he? And can you paint a picture of his history briefly?
2: Yes, there are a lot of myths uh, around uh, uh, Monangagwa and it's very difficult to separate fact from fiction or and legend from reality. Uh, for example, he uh, claims to have undergone military training and was part of an insurgent group known as the Crocodile Gang. Uh, that is disputed, but that's uh, where some people think he got his name, the Crocodile, from. He's also Frequently reported as having blown up a train in, uh, one of, in, the, in the Midlands area or Mashwingo area of, uh, of Zimbabwe. That's also a myth. He, he blew up a strip of railway track, but he was arrested on terrorism charges. The legend is that he escaped the, the death penalty for those charges because he was underage at the time. Monangagwa has been uh, very shifty about how old he is. Many people believe that he's much older than the 75 years that he claims. But if you look on Wikipedia, his age is actually put at uh, uh, September 1946. Uh, that is incorrect. The voters' roll indicates his year of birth as being 1942 which would have made him eligible for the death penalty at the time of the, the criminal trial. Ah. So, what, what I'm trying to say is that there are, <laughs> there are various legends and myths that have grown up around uh, Munangagwa, but uh, when you start probing, these myths uh, dissolve or the different facts come to light, uh, or there's absolutely no evidence whatsoever. As I was mentioning, uh, be- sorry, should I continue?
0: No, I was going to ask you how has he amassed his
2: extraordinary wealth, and what is he worth? Um, uh, we don't know what he's worth. Once again, uh, the I, the reputation of Monangagua as being extremely wealthy is is just a, a legend or a rumor or reputation that he has you won't find any evidence of that. Nobody's uh, come out and said this is what Monangagwa is actually worth in in dollars and cents. He has been in charge of uh, zanu business empire for many years. And there is, of course, a United Nations report on uh, mineral exploitation in the Congo. And Munangagwa is supposed to have been involved in rather... Uh, dubious activities in the Congo uh, relating to mineral exploitation and to have made a lot of money uh, from those activities.
0: He's also said uh, to have been at the center of uh, the massacres that took place in the mid 80s in Madebele land as a sort of a chief lieutenant of Robert Mugabe's at the time.
2: Yes. Um, and once again, there's, there's no evidence of Monangagwa's actual involvement. Uh, in the Hundi massacres. Certainly he made some unsavory comments at the time, which would suggest that he was in support of the um, operations that were taking place in the southwest of the country. But the only way one could get a charge to to really stick um, would be on the basis of command responsibility because he was uh, Minister of Defense, I believe, at the time. He has,
0: of course, been in and out of favor with the Mugabe's. Uh, He has uh, risen only uh, to have his star fade and make a comeback. I suppose in asking you all these questions about his background and where he has been and how he is perceived, the real question is, will will he be any different from Robert Mugabe should he assume power?
2: This is the question which is on the minds of, of many Zimbabweans at the moment. Uh, As we've seen from the discussions we were having, he does not have uh, a good reputation as a Democrat. Uh, In the last uh, year or so, he's been responsible for pushing forward uh, retrogressive legislation, which has undermined the uh, progress made in drafting a new constitution uh, for the country. Um, And, uh, of course, he was regarded as being responsible for the uh, violence that took place in March 2008, which prevented Morgan Shangarai from enjoying the results of his election victory and coming to power. So he has a, a rather undemocratic background. However, he has been presenting himself as an as a economic pragmatist in the last few years and indicating that uh, he's the person who can put the economy back on track and who will reverse some of the crazy economic policies that have been adopted by Robert Mugabe uh, since uh, 2008 and, and even before that.
0: Derek, if we look at what's now unfolding in Zimbabwe, it does seem that uh, Robert Mugabe is sticking to his guns and is not giving up power. It was, what, nearly 40, 80 hours ago that the announcement kept saying, tomorrow, tomorrow, a big announcement will be made. Mm-hmm. That hasn't yeah. happened. He's digging in his heels. And in a sense, if you talk about constitutional mechanisms, he's got all of the cards,
2: or does he? He's only got one card. And he's playing it to the full. That card is he has the power to allow the transition to take place in a constitutional manner. He could, uh, for example, if he voluntarily stepped down, constitutional provisions pertaining to his retirement would kick in. And the person who takes over from him, presumably Emerson Monangagwa, would be able to claim that he has come to power constitutionally and not through a coup so by withholding by withholding that uh, this is the leverage that Mugabe has gotten as exercising
0: so what happens now I mean I've also been seeing whatsapp messages from people in Zimbabwe that there's some kind of planned people's protest uh, this idea that people are going to go fetch him from State House we haven't seen this week open celebrations people are still nervous until uh, they see him completely gone they don't seem to be ready to take action but there are lots of sms's and whatsapp messages going around people also saying there's hardly a policeman on the street in a country that's come to sort of have a sense of a police state in terms of just the 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 presence of law enforcement officers on the ground
2: yes uh, to start with that that latter aspect uh, I, I've just uh, driven home, in fact, and it—it it was a, you, you're driving with a sense of absolute relief that uh, you're not uh, expecting to find a policeman on the next corner that you go past or a policewoman. Uh, it's, it's a remarkable difference. And you, you sort of don't realize the pressure that you were under every time you, you, you got into your car until this, you find these people uh, or this, the police forces finally off the street. The mass process uh, plan for tomorrow, I'm not sure what that's intended to accomplish. It's going to be cause some interesting dynamics because I'm not sure where the people are planning to go. Are they planning to march on Mugabe's residence? If so, is Mugabe going to de- be dependent on the military to, to stop them from actually invading the, the premises and uh, maybe uh, enacting some physical violence against uh, the president? The military have indicated up until now that they intend that the president is treated well and decently. So are they going to step in against the people in protection of the president? So there are those dynamics at play. It's unlikely that Mugabe is, uh, will regard the mass process as an indication that he's highly unpopular and should step down. He will regard these protests as coming from uh, urban-based voters where he knows he doesn't have support. And he probably genuinely believes that he's deeply loved and popular in the countryside. So I don't think a mass protest is likely to shift Mugabe from power.
0: Derek, you've been very helpful in terms of just setting the scene for us. And finally, I want to ask you, where does all of this place uh, Joyce Mujuru, for example, and the other opposition parties like the MDC? Uh, where does it place a Morgan Changarai? This is this a revival of their fortunes? Uh, what What do they do in this situation?
2: Well, as part and parcel of Munangagwa's uh, pragmatic approach to uh, the economy, it makes political sense for Munangagwa to get into some sort of alliance with opposition figures, particularly Morgan Shangirai, possibly Joyce Majuru, uh, and other technocrats such as the former finance minister, Tendai BT, and to try and put Uh, together some kind of government that would be uh, acceptable to international finance institutions and uh, donor countries who can rescue Zimbabwe from uh, the edge of uh, the economic precipice. Because the succession battles have distracted attention from the fact that the Zimbabwean economy is on the brink of a major meltdown. And if something is not done soon... Uh, expect more Zimbabweans coming to a place near you soon. All right, Derek Matizak, consultant in the Peace and Security Research Programme at
0: the Institute for Security Studies. We've had a bit of a longer interview than we normally would, but I think in light of what's happening in Zimbabwe, I thought it's interesting to know exactly who is behind the scenes and uh, who is... uh, I suppose, who are the players to watch out for in what is unfolding in Zimbabwe? And uh, you can bet your bottom dollar. Can you say bet your bottom Rand? You can bet your bottom dollar Robert Mugabe is not going to go away unless he knows there's something in it for him.